0: and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligible restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit, up to a maximum of two hundred fifty dollars. Deposit requires two time playthrough of settled wagers within one hundred and sixty-eight hours. Bonus released in twenty-five dollar increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at dkhorse.com. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Tuned into the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast, it is a finish strong Friday. Presented, of course, by DraftKings. What do we do on Fridays? Well, in about 30 seconds, I'll give you my thoughts on last night's Vikings-Eagles game. And then I'll give you my picks for each and every game. Week number two in the NFL, the rest of them. But first, I like to give out winners. I love those of you that go the extra mile that helps us in any way. It could be spreading the word. Via social media, Jason Dean retweeted a clip that we posted to at Ross Tucker Pod on Twitter. Thank you, Jason. Send me an email, ross at rosstucker.com. Let me know if you prefer a press pass or a signed picture, signed football card. Love sending you guys stuff. The sponsor confirmation email winner, Josh Melson. He was all over the Game Time app, which is awesome, very smart, because the Game Time app is amazing. So kudos to you, Josh. And then the YouTube shout out just made me laugh. David Whitney replied, I think, to the Even Money video on YouTube and said, Can't believe David Putty is a handicapper now, which I thought was hilarious. Jack probably doesn't even know what that means. Do you know what that means, Jack? I got zero clue. Oh, my gosh. All right, homework assignment. You need to watch Seinfeld. Anyway, our patron of the day, Kyle Galvez. Love that we're racking up the patrons. Patreon.com slash RT Media. You want to be part of a community of folks that loves football, loves these shows? It's Patreon.com slash RT Media. And it's Big Show time. The Big Show.
1: All right, Ross. What are your thoughts on the Eagles? They ran all over the Minnesota Vikings. Kind of sloppy game, but it was a 34-28 victory for the Eagles. Yeah, game just ended about
0: eight minutes ago in my hotel room here in Las Vegas because I'm calling Vanderbilt at UNLV Saturday night. I might have already said that when we were recording uh, my picks for the weekend, but we want to get this posted as soon as possible for the international folks and for everybody commuting tomorrow morning. Strange game. Really strange game. The Eagles were out of sync early in the game, maybe the whole game in terms of a passing standpoint. I felt like Jalen Hurts was struggling in the first half. He had a bad interception. But what kind of saved the Eagles were all the fumbles by the Vikings. I mean, the punt returner fumbled once. Madison fumbled. The biggest play of the game was Justin Jefferson fumbling for a a touchback when it should have been a touchdown. I mean, that would have given them the lead 14 to 10. Instead, it goes the other way and the Eagles actually end up getting a field goal from Jake Elliott, 61 yarder by the way, which was absolutely incredible by Elliott. And really, the Eagles were in a funk until they decided to just run the ball every play. They basically just decide, decide, you know what? going to run the ball with DeAndre Swift every play. And, Jack, I think you saw the tweet, but it was the best performance I've seen by a Swift at the link in Philadelphia since Taylor in May. Now, is that like a dad joke, or is that legitimately a good tweet or funny?
1: I don't – that's that's something. I don't know. I, I always get caught up with Taylor Swift jokes. Mike Mike Gold, Jr., I just – I get caught up if it's a dad joke or if it's a youth joke, but it, it was funny. I got to chuckle.
0: At any rate. Um, the Vikings were moving the ball. The Vikings struggled to to protect Cousins, and the offensive line struggled against the Eagles' defensive line for sure. But without those three fumbles in the first half, the Vikings probably have a double-digit lead at halftime because the Eagles, they only moved the ball well. They had a bomb the Devontae Smith had to settle for a field goal. They only moved the ball on the drive where they were on the ground. Then the second half – the Eagles, it was 13-7 at halftime. Second half, Josh Sweat stripped Kirk Cousins for the fourth fumble for the Vikings, which led to another Hertz sneak touchdown, 20-7 lead. Then they get a stop. Hertz throws a bomb to Devontae Smith while he's getting crushed. It's 27-7. And you're thinking the Eagles are just going to run away with this thing. But that's not what happened. The Vikings kept playing. Jordan Addison Caught a bomb from Cousins, and so it's 27-14 with nine minutes to go in the third. The Vikings then have another drive. They get to within 27-21. Ultimately, the Eagles then just went right back to the ground. It's 27-21, right back to the ground, just pounding DeAndre Swift. He has a long run and then ends up scoring a touchdown, so the Eagles have a two-score lead. But then even again... The, the Vikings, they just kept coming. I can't remember who scored the last touchdown, but for those of you that are inclined, the Vikings covered the spread with that last touchdown. They kicked the onside kick, not able to recover, and the Eagles get the victory. Again, there's going to be people in Philadelphia that aren't real happy about it, but they'd be a lot happier being 2-0 and and now having a little bit of a break to try to get healthy with some of these guys than if they were the Vikings, who are 0-2, and and the season's already getting a little bit late for the Vikings. They won every one-score game a year ago. It's no longer the case in Minnesota. Listen, a lot of these games are going to come down to the fourth quarter. That's where the magic happens. It's where games are won, where champions are made. And in business, it's where sales teams become legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub, to give sales reps – the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule goals and to-do list in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. And smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com
1: sales.
0: Want to know which team is going to win every single game on Sunday? Then listen up.
1: All right, Ross, we'll start. Green Bay Packers, they're traveling to Atlanta to face the Falcons. This
0: is actually one of my sneaky favorite games of the week. Um, I could go either way. I guess I'm going to go with the Packers because, you know, the style of play the Falcons employ, I just think it's tough to beat a good team. And I do think the Packers are kind of a good team. So I don't think there'll be a ton of points in this one. I think it'll be a lower scoring game, but ultimately they're both young quarterbacks. They're both relatively inexperienced, but I got more faith in Jordan love than I do in Desmond Ritter in a close game late 20 to 17 Packers low scoring for these teams. But I think the defense has played pretty well 20 to
1: 17 green Bay. Next, we got the Raiders. They're headed to Buffalo to face the Bills. So I think the Bills are going to put a hurtin'
0: on the Raiders. I really do. I mean, I think the Bills are going to bounce back in their front of their home crowd from the debacle that was Monday night. And I think they'll play very, very well. You know, the Raiders, kudos to them. Jimmy G is like, all I do is win, win no matter what. Got money on my mind that could never. I don't even know the rest of the songs. Play. And they stay there, and they stay there. Oh, oh, oh. Anyway, the pat, the the Bills are going to win the game, I believe, and I think it's like twenty seven, seventeen, maybe. I like the Bills to get it done. Take care of business. They need to, obviously.
1: Baltimore, they're facing the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati.
0: Well, this is really interesting, right? Because can you imagine if the Ravens won and they already have a two-game lead over the Bengals to start the season? I don't see that happening. One of the reasons for that is because of the Ravens' injuries. I mean, you lose J.K. Dobbins, you lose Marcus Williams, you're banged up on the offensive line. I don't envision Joe Burrow playing that poorly two weeks in a row unless the the uh, weather is horrendous. Again, I'm all over the Cincinnati Bengals to take care of business here. This one feels more like 24-17 to me, Cincinnati.
1: See how Seahawks, they travel to Detroit to face Lions.
0: You know, that was a really bad loss by the Seahawks. And I like expect them to play better. But man, you know, the, the Lions have had extra time for this one. Seahawks are on the road. I can't do it. I, I can't pick the Seahawks to win this game. I'm going to take the Lions at home to get to 2-0. And the Seahawks, a team I talked about maybe winning the division, a team I, I talked about maybe you know, going on an NFC championship run, I think they fall to 0-2. I mean, they put Abe Lucas, they're starting right tackle on IR. There's a lot of bad things going on right now in Seattle. I'll take Detroit to continue the momentum. That crowd is going to be going bananas, and I love them for it. 27 17. I think the Lions win somewhat comfortably. 27 20. Nah,
1: Next, we got an AFC battle with the Houston Texans hosting the Indianapolis Colts.
0: I would have gone with rookie quarterback battle, Jack. AFC is really generic. You could have been more specific. You know what I mean?
1: Well, I said AFC South. That's not too generic. Oh,
0: I didn't hear you say South. Must have uh, must have been a blip on the uh, on the on the old connection there. Um, yeah, it's better. Still, would have gone with rookie rookie uh, quarterbacks. That's okay. Um, I'll take the Texans in this matchup. They're at home. I actually thought they did some positive things against the Ravens, Richardson's a little bit banged up. But you know, you know, first-year head coaches, rookie quarterbacks, I think they both know that you know they're not going to the playoffs this year. And these guys are like scratching and clawing for every win because it really helps with the buy-in for the players, right? It really helps. It's a reward and it just, you know, you're not going to go 0-17 and you feel better about it. So this is going to be um an under the radar interesting game. I'm I am i I'm on I'm, I'm on the Texans though in this one. Not a ton of points.
1: 21-20 Houston. Chiefs get some reinforcements before they face the Jacksonville Jaguars.
0: They do, and they need them badly. Um I'd be very curious to see if we get the full Kelsey, the full Chris Jones, because that's obviously Extremely important. And this is one of those games, Jack. Look, I can see the Jags winning. I'm not picking the Chiefs to go 0-2. I'm not doing that. Okay? This would be a gigantic win for the Jaguars, clearly. But with Kelsey back, with Chris Jones back, I just have a very difficult time. With Andy Reid having extra time, I have a very difficult time picking the Jaguars to win this game would, I mean, I'm not going to say changing of the guard, but would be momentous if they did not Kansas city, 27 Jacksonville, 23
1: Chicago bears and Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: You know, that had to be pretty deflating that game for bears fans against the Packers. A lot of optimism, excitement coming into the year, did not look real good. The Bucs did. The Bucs have some momentum. But this is a game, Jack, where I'm going with my... These are middling teams at best. So I think they're much more likely to be 1-1 one and one than they are 2-0. and oh. So I'm going to take the Bears. I think they break out fields running even more. You know, they, they can't lose this game. They can't start the year 0-2. Oh and and I think they'll be better in this game. I don't think the Bucs... You know, are gonna win two in a row. I don't think the Bucks are that good. Kudos to them for getting it done though against the Vikings. I'll take Chicago twenty-three to seventeen over the Bucks.
1: Chargers, they're facing the Tennessee Titans. So this is an
0: interesting game because they're both 0 1 and I think they both have a chance, you know, to win their divisions. And I don't think Tannehill is going to play as poorly at home against the Chargers as he did on the road against the Saints. But now you got Hopkins on the injury report with an ankle. Uh, this one could go either way to me. I think ultimately, you know, just based on looking at these teams and looking at the way Tannehill played last week and still not always on the same page with Hopkins, I'm going to take the Chargers to win the game Um, I think it's a pretty entertaining one. 24-23 Chargers, which would be another heartbreak close loss for the Titans. Speaking of heartbreak, there are times when you're somewhere and you're watching sports and you don't know what food to eat. Maybe you're in a hotel and you're like, eh, I don't feel like room service. Guess what? That means it's time to order on DoorDash. Is it halftime of the game? Ordering time. Two-minute warning? You got it. That's your cue to order in. Get everything you want delivered while you root for your squad. Burgers, fries, drinks, you name it. And if you have a Dash Pass membership, you can get the new Wendy's Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger delivered. Yet right now, the Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger is exclusively available with Dash Pass at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time.
1: Next, we got the game of the week: New York Giants are traveling to face the Arizona Cardinals.
0: I like it, Jack. I like I like when you inject some humor into the show, some like dry wit right there. Well, listen, I'm not gonna take I'm not gonna pick the Cardinals to win the game, but that would be so bad for the Giants if they lost to the Cardinals. Uh, it's not going to happen. The Giants are going to bounce back. They were embarrassed. I think they bounce back. I think they play much better. I don't think the Cardinals will score many points this year. I don't think there'll be a ton of points in this game, period. I think it's 20 to 16, the Giants. Win. That might have been the same score for the Cardinals and the Commanders. They're about the same 20 to 16, Giants.
1: San Francisco 49ers. They're facing the Los Angeles Rams.
0: Super impressed by the Rams in week one. But this is a different animal. And also now the Niners saw what the Rams were doing with Tutu Atwell with the motion that Greg Cosell talked about on yesterday's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. They know this weapon that this young kid is now, Puka Nakua. So I just think that the the Niners will be better prepared now that they got a game under their belt, watching and and knowing what they've seen from the Rams. So I like the Niners quite a bit in this one. Twenty seven to seventeen. San Francisco wins by double digits.
1: New York Jets, they're traveling the face of Dallas Cowboys. I don't know. Have I picked an upset yet? I forgot. You haven't, haven't picked an upset or lot or a the, uh, uh nothing.
0: No underdogs
1: yet? No underdogs no lock 'em ups,
0: yeah, well, the bears were underdogs, so so bears are my underdogs so far, and lock 'em ups is the buffalo bills, so there you go i'm I'm out of the loop here, I'm screwing up um, jets cowboys, I mean, cowboys are another one you could think about locking up that would surprise me if Zach Wilson. I don't know if you saw my tweet yesterday, Jack, at Ross Tucker NFL, but my proprietary algorithm on my computer model has the uh, has Micah Parsons sacking Zach Wilson 7.25 times in this game, which is pretty pretty impressive. Um, I'll take the Cowboys. I do think it'll be like Greg described yesterday, a close, hard-fought game. I mean, I think it's like. 20 to 13, 20 to 16, 20 to sixty. another 20 to sixty game, 20 to 16
1: Cowboys. (laughs) Next, we've got the Washington Commanders. They're playing Denver Broncos.
0: What's so funny, a 2016 or my proprietary algorithm on my computer? Just the thought of
1: you being so technologically inclined that you would have an algorithm predicting (laughs) sacks.
0: Are you suggesting that I
1: was fibbing there? I I can't say that about my boss. Well, no problem. Are you
0: saying that I don't have a proprietary algorithm on my computer model? (laughs) Um, All right. Let's go. Ooh, this is interesting. I'm going to take the Broncos because this is one of those classic games I've been talking about where I don't see the Commanders being 2 0 and the Broncos 0 2. Like, this is a game where these teams are both 1 1 after the game. It just is. That's my analysis. Boom. Award-winning right there. Denver 23, Washington 17.
1: Next is the game you'll have a close eye on the Miami Dolphins and the New England Patriots.
0: I'll actually have both eyes and both ears on it because I'll be there in Foxborough. Get some clam chowder. Get yourself some chowder. They have, oh, oh. I haven't been in New England in a while, dude. They have the best, like, um, chocolate chip peanut butter cookies that are as big as my head. I'm, I'm wrapping them up, dude. I'm wrapping them up in napkins and putting them in my computer bag. I'm not, I love those things. I don't know what the reasonable amount is to put in, in, a, in, a, in a grown man's computer bag cookies, but I'm going to do that. They're so good. I'm taking the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins looked awesome. I'm not predicting them to lose to the Patriots. Although the Patriots, I thought, looked pretty darn good against the Eagles. I think this is a cool game. I think this is like, I think it's going to be one of the better games. I'm going to go, how about 31-27? Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Their fans will be drinking Labatt Blue Light. They'll be drinking Labatt Blue Light with their friends and family and living life to the power of we. Always enjoy it. Responsibly. Beer LaBette, USA, Buffalo, New York.
1: We'll move next to our Monday night doubleheader, the first one being the New Orleans Saints travel in the face the Carolina Panthers.
0: You ever think sometimes, Jack, when I say certain things or do certain things that, like, someone will think I need help, like serious help, <laughs> or maybe that, like, they'll send over a child for protective services and be like, Anybody that just sang the Miami Dolphins song to the Labatt Blue Light commercial is probably, probably not fit to have children.
1: Com- um, combined with 30 seconds before talking about how many cookies you're going to stuff in a computer bag.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't send that minute of audio to Child Protective Services, please. So I like... Um, ooh. I'm going to go with the Saints. This is a good game. Uh, I think the Saints are pretty good. Carolina... Losing JC Horn and Christensen's the difference here for me. Twenty to nineteen. Twenty to nineteen. The Saints get to two and
1: oh. And we'll wrap things up the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers in an AFC North battle.
0: Ooh, this is tough.
1: This is tough
0: because this is like a classic Steelers got smoked, so they bounce back the next week and play much better type of game. It just is. That's how the Steelers roll. But no, Cam Hayward is rough. No, Deontay Johnson. That's tough, too. Do I have the faith in the Browns to do it back to back games? No. No, I do not. I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game old school style 17 16. It's not pretty. It's not supposed to be. But Mike Tomlin gets those guys ready to rock and roll. 17-16 Steelers. Both of those teams end week two, one and one as well. That'll do it, by the way, for a Finish Strong Friday edition of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure you're checking out all of our other shows. I know some of you. Don't listen or watch the Fantasy Feast podcast. Why not? I know you like... Look, even if you're not a big fantasy person... I know a lot of you are, but even if you're not... Go ahead, listen to Fantasy Feast. That way, it's just a different way of looking at the games. Joe has awesome stats on all these games. Highly recommend it. Even Money Betting podcast another way to look at the games. And then college draft is really fun. If you like college football even a little bit... Or if you like betting on college football... College Draft is a fun, fun podcast. Have a terrific weekend. So Saturday night, 7 p.m. tomorrow night, I'll be doing on CBS Sports Network, I'll be doing UNLV and Vanderbilt. If you want to take a picture at the start of that game and send your boy a tweet, at Ross Tucker NFL, because I love that. And then Sunday night in the booth, West of one. For those of you driving around, Dolphins, Patriots, I think we're done here. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. I know you have a gift you need to get for somebody soon. It should be MyFrontPageStory.com. How about schedule.com? Go-Bangles.com? SteakhouseSports.com? HumanHeadNYC.com? sporticulture, and the always delicious Pizza Boy Brewing for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV+, Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shout out to MyFrontPageStory.com. I know you have a gift you need to get for somebody soon. It should be MyFrontPageStory.com. How about BackOfficeScheduler.com? Go-Bangles.com? StayCountSports.com? HumanHeadNYC.com? culture and the always delicious Pizza Boy Brewing.